Welcome to Clocking In, Forces of NC Manufacturing. I'm your host, Phil Mintz, Director of the North Carolina Manufacturing Extension Partnership, otherwise known as NCMEP. My role is to drive outreach to NC manufacturers, build relationships to federal and state leaders, and coordinate efforts to drive profitable manufacturing growth in North Carolina. Throughout my time working closely with manufacturers, I have heard the most quirky, curious, and memorable stories. I wanted to turn these stories into a podcast so that others may hear and be informed and inspired. From humble beginnings to manufacturing titans, from tragedy to triumph, I will be interviewing some of these manufacturers who have made North Carolina manufacturing the powerhouse that it is today. Today, we are able to speak with uh, Jim Bryan, who's the president of Fairy Stone Fabrics. And uh, Jim uh, and Fairy Stone are located not too far from where I grew up and actually raised my kids in uh, Burlington, North Carolina. Just north of Burlington is a little township, or, or Jim will tell us what, what it really is, uh, Glen Raven, North Carolina, and there's some significance about that name that others may realize. So, Jim, welcome to the program. Well, thank you. I appreciate it, Phil. Yeah, tell me a little bit about uh, how Fairy Stone got started and you know where it's located and how it's connected to your business. Sure. Fairy Stone was started back in 1968 uh, by a Harold Bobo who uh, had rolled out of Burlington Industries and ended up uh, buying a small Trico knitting factory in Burlington. And then through a series of transactions, actually combined three different companies, one of which was the Trico division of Burlington, uh, into what is now known as Fairy Stone Fabrics. And we moved to the uh, Glen Raven uh, location in 1971, and we've been there ever since. We've uh, added on eight times. Uh, we've gone from a workforce of about uh, 20 to uh, 140. And uh, we're working diligently uh, 24 hours a day, six, seven days a week. And our biggest challenge uh, in front of us right now, and or has been for a number of years, is uh, workforce development and how to find and train the next technical workforce uh, that'll carry us on for uh, the next 50 years. We're celebrating 51 years in business, and uh, we're very proud of that. Wow, 50 years. So what kind of fabrics do you actually make there, and how is it done? In uh, today's world, our biggest market is automotive interiors. So uh, we make the, our, our biggest product is the headliner that goes on the, in, the roof of the, your car on the inside. And we partner with uh, Shawmut Corporation and now own uh, the majority of that business uh, nationally. Uh, they also have a big international presence as well, but we, uh, we support their U.S.-based business. Uh, we then have uh, a hook-and-loop partner, uh, Velcro USA, and then uh, a number of other customers that are making technical textiles such as uh, uh, medical, military, some intimate apparel, some career apparel, uh, and then we, uh, favorite is we make the uh, base fabric for snake-proof boots and garments. Snake-proof boots. Yep. I wear those when I go home every night. So your fabric keeps the snakes away? It, it is laminated with other fabrics so that if you are 
bitten by a snake, it will not penetrate into the boot, the garment that it's made with. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty amazing. So uh, over the years, I mean, you know, we had tended to think that textiles has kind of been something that uh, was not prevalent and was kind of going away. But obviously, uh, fairy stone still been growing. Uh, what do you attribute to the fact that you've been able to grow all through these 50 years? I think the key factor is picking uh, the right customers. And philosophically, we uh, prefer not to have customers. We want to have partners. And we've been able to uh, find uh, some core uh, uh, companies that want to partner with us normally for many years. Uh, It takes one or two or three years to develop that relationship, develop the trust and camaraderie that uh, is required to have those long-term relationships. But uh, that, I think, is really the key to, uh, one of the keys to why we're here today. The other is we keep investing in our business, we keep investing in our people, uh, and we keep investing in our plant. So if you come to our uh, plant, uh, you'll see a modern, air-conditioned, temperature-controlled manufacturing environment where uh, we try to make the best uh, fabrics that we can make. So what role has uh, the developing technology around textiles affected your work? I mean, I know many plants are doing a lot more with with less people, but I guess the machinery is getting more sophisticated? We're actually not doing it with less people, but uh, we're adding machines all the time. But if you'd come to the plant 30 years ago, all the machines were basically controlled mechanically, and they were adjusted mechanically. And starting in the mid-80s, rather the mid-90s, all that started to change with microprocessors uh, being added to the machines, actually microprocessors being retrofitted to all the existing machines, and then anything that's new that comes in, uh, there's a lot of uh, technology that makes them, that controls them, monitors them, and then reports uh, electronically to servers as to what they're doing and how they're doing. Mm. So two years ago, you were recognized here at the conference for your work with it, what we called Advanced Talent Solutions, and you spoke about the need for, for workers. Can you tell us about some of the things that Ferry Stone is doing and others around workforce development? Sure. The uh the, the big thing is is that we've had a relationship with Alamance Community College for approaching 30 years where uh, our first choice is always to uh, try to uh, increase skills and knowledge of our current workforce. The uh, popular term today is incumbent workers. And uh, so we do that first. Uh, we've also, uh, with the aging workforce, We've had some retirements and stuff, and that has added the ability to promote people from within to higher skilled, higher paying jobs. Uh, And that's been uh, an effort, but a very rewarding one. Uh, Now we're faced with uh, the need to find good uh, quality, uh, talented people They probably do not have the skills uh, that we would require because 
our, quite honestly, our competition is, is no longer uh, around us. So uh, we started again with Alamance Community College to uh, create uh, additional courses there for our current folks. And then five years ago, uh, it's actually six years ago now, we joined with 10 other companies in the uh, Alamance Cap High School Apprenticeship Program. Mm -hmm. We're currently actively recruiting our fifth cohort of uh, candidates. And uh, Ferrystone has five uh, so far. And uh, they're all young men and women uh, that are uh, really uh, going, starting at the bottom and working through every job in the plant. So our hope is in the not too distant future, uh, they can start making the intelligent, informed decisions uh, on a day-to-day -day basis as to how we can run our business better. Uh, you talked about how you're uh, establishing programs with the youth though. When do you pick up on the youth, in high school? Uh, we pick up with them uh, literally in elementary school. And uh, we go to STEM and STEAM nights because uh, our big challenge is getting students and parents or guardians knowledgeable that in North Carolina, especially in Alamance County, there are a number of high-paying, high-skilled, rewarding careers, not jobs, uh, that are available that basically nobody knows about. So uh, that's why we uh, have to get the word out. You were speaking about some of the numbers there around your programs. Yeah, so uh, we started, so we, we did the, you know, our first choice is Alamance Community College training incumbent workers or current workforce to give them added skills, allow them to advance to higher paying, higher skill, higher knowledge-based jobs. Uh, then we've uh, now moved to the high school apprenticeship program that in Alamance County, it's called uh, Alamance CAP, C-A-P, the Career Accelerator Program. And that's a registered program under Apprenticeship North Carolina. Every time I talk about that, I want to make sure that everybody understands that that is a private, public partnership meaning that the companies pay the majority of the cost and invest the majority of their time in developing their own workforces with support from state and local and, in some cases, federal government. But it's a very exciting opportunity for us to find uh, young candidates who are juniors or seniors in high school. We'll hire them when they're a senior in high school or we'll hire them right after they graduate. They'll go through an 8,000-hour prescribed program uh, of 1,600 hours of college education and 6,400 hours, 6, hours of uh, work-based experience. So just looking ahead a bit, you know, what do you see the direction of, of your industry uh, with, with globalization and various things and trade and all of that? Does that have any effect on what you guys are doing? It has always had an effect. Uh, it's, it's radically changed our business. Uh, if you'd come to the plant 25 years ago, we were 85% apparel-based. Uh, if you come to the plant today, it's maybe 5%. Uh, so we've had to uh, 
go out and find the partners uh, that we do business with uh, and moved it to a more technical uh, fabric fabrication business with uh, automotive interiors, hook and loop, uh, and uh, a number of military, medical, and a number of all smaller niche businesses. So, so what do you see for the future for Fairy Stone? What are you guys looking for going forward in terms of your growth? Uh, we add machines every year. In fact, uh, we're spending the month of November moving a number of machines around the plant in anticipation of uh, four new machines being added uh, right after that. Uh, the technology part of our business continues to grow. Uh, we've got a brand new uh, MRP system and data collection system that is uh, implemented, and so we need to find uh, some bright, young technical minds that can help us accelerate the use of technology and information so that we can make the best products that we can make. So you envision yourself still being in Burlington, and is that is that your place? I, yeah, we're a, we're a single plant location. Uh, our customers ship all over the country, all over the world, uh, but I think we're going to be uh, remain a Burlington-based business. I know the train kind of runs right by your plant there. Do you, do you use the train? The uh, I've taken the train to the state fair. Uh. Uh, and my kids have taken it back and forth to New York a few times, but it gets in at three o'clock in the morning, so I try to discourage that. Do you receive or ship any freight with the train? No, everything we do comes in truckloads or container loads. Yeah, uh, if they're coming from offshore. But I'd also like to mention one other uh, big effort. So uh, doing apprenticeship is not something you do by yourself. If you can do it with a larger group of people and companies, you can learn uh, a lot faster. So last year, uh, we were able to join the Eastern Triad Workforce Initiative. And that's a state-sponsored organization that covers Alamance, Guilford, Rockingham, and Randolph counties. So now we have four apprenticeship organizations. Our mandate is to create a workforce development system we uh, document it and we will pers- and we w- we are writing the rules of the road and how to do it and then uh, that will be available it's available now on the website but as we refine it it will be available to all counties in North Carolina mm. so they have a uh, a pathway forward as to how they can do workforce development in their uh, loca- uh, local communities. Right now it's manufacturing based, but uh, we've already added uh, IT, cybersecurity, uh, and a number of other pathways, uh, and we'll do that every year, but it is industry driven. So uh, we want industry companies and partners to tell us what they need and then we will work with both the high school system, the community college system, to create pathways early on in the educational process that transfers all the way through. And in a lot of cases, we have uh, credits being uh, earned at uh, community colleges that will transfer to other four-year uh, institutions here in North Carolina 
where the company and the candidate uh, can come up with a way of getting four-year degrees if, the, if it is required. Yeah, I think it's important that uh, industry is showing the leadership in this area. I think over plenty of times, I think it, in the past, it was uh, everybody was looking to government to try to drive it. And that's I think you, you're telling us that really this is kind of an industry-led effort to be successful. It is an industry-led effort because we are, we've got to find the next technical workforce. Uh, we're probably behind the eight ball in, in many aspects of that. But we're doing some catch-up right now, yeah. and it's working uh, very well, and we're always looking to expand it uh, in any way we can. Uh, Chris Harrington uh, from Elastic Therapy and I are co-chairs of the Veterans Committee now of uh, ETWI, so we're going to spend the next uh, 12 months uh, learning uh, what is the best way to hire veterans that are either already out of the uh, armed forces or starting or about to roll out so we can apply the strengths and knowledge that they have to the businesses that uh, we run yeah well good but jim thanks for taking some time out to talk to us about this and i know you we got a lot of these breakout sessions at the conference and so we're going to give you a chance to get in, get involved in a part of those and but uh we're excited about what's going on at fairy stone and we're excited that you're uh putting your efforts toward developing the future workforce and we hope to talk to you again soon look forward to it all right thanks jim you're welcome thank you for joining today's clocking in Voices of NC Manufacturing. This podcast is brought to you by NC State's College of Engineering, the North Carolina Manufacturing Extension Partnership, and Industry Expansion Solutions. If you'd like to learn more about the solutions NCMEP offers, go to www.ncmep.org. Want to listen to previous Clocking In podcasts? Go to ncmep.org slash clocking in.